Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I'm here to talk about life, man. What's up, y'all? It's episode 17 of the Open Minded Podcast. We here, we live, we back. We in chores. It's your boy, Big Twan. Uh, the date is June 21st, 2018. Um, appreciate you guys once again, man, for being patient with me. You know, I haven't put out an episode, you know, in a couple weeks. Like I stated before in previous episodes, I'm not putting out a podcast unless I know I do extensive research on my topics and I know the content is perfect for my viewers, man. You know what I'm saying? I love my this platform. Um, I love this thing I call the Open Minded Podcast and I love y'all too much um, to just put out something that, you know, is not worthy of y'all. So appreciate you for your patience. Thank you guys so much. Uh, let's let's go ahead and get into it today, man, because I love the topics that are on base today. Um, first thing I want to talk about uh, is the JBA League. If you're not uh, familiar about what it is, um, it's not really getting a lot of press and a lot of headlines. So I thought it was the perfect uh, perfect story to kick off uh, episode 17. Uh, so the basic the basics of it is the JBA is the Junior Basketball Association. Um, if you don't follow basketball, uh, and if you do follow basketball, you should still know this person who actually created the JBA. His name is LeVar Ball. Uh, his son Lonzo plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, he has a son, uh, LiAngelo Ball and a son, LaMelo Ball. Uh, they all play basketball, uh, all of them on different levels. Uh, LaMelo's the youngest. He still plays in high school. Uh, LiAngelo Ball is actually in the draft tonight. Um, and like I said, Lonzo is in the NBA right now for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, this guy is hell bent on having his all of his team. I mean, all of his sons playing on the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, so, but he is a mogul. I have to give him that. At least a mogul in training. Uh, so he basically created this league uh, to give players who are coming out of high school another outlet. Um, as opposed to going to college and be exploited for millions of dollars like every major university does. Uh, he gives these, these uh, kids an, an opportunity uh, to uh, come into this league that he, that he, that he created in the JBA. Um, and the kids basically play their professionals, you know. Uh, the salaries for the players, like I said, they are high school kids coming out of high school. So obviously after that, they are grown. Uh, the salaries range from 3000 to 10000 Obviously, I think that depends on how well the tickets for the JBA sell. Uh, but so the gist of it, like I said, man, he's just trying to give kids an outlet um, in order to be able to be paid for your work. You know what I'm saying? Not just going into a university and, and, and uh, getting a college education, which I mean, I think that's very valuable as well. But a lot of these kids are going D1 and they don't need um, a college education solely predicated on the fact that they're going to the NBA anyway. So I think I think LeVar is just trying to give these kids a taste um, of money before they even hit the NBA. If you ask me my personal opinion, I love the idea. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think a lot of people are against it because it's so traditional. And honestly, I think people are brainwashed. I think people view it like, oh, this is just another dude, you know, just trying to make money off for these kids as well. But it's completely different in the fact that he's he's trying to put money back into these kids' lives to these kids, you know what I'm saying, families, you know, uh, there's a lot of kids, I mean, I grew up playing basketball, you know what I'm saying, that is the, that is the sport that a lot of young black kids choose, uh, a lot of kids as, in general choose, um, and I think everybody sees it as means to get their family out the hood, um, and I think LeVar is kind of capitalizing on that mindset, so even once they make it out of high school, and they may not make it to the NBA, at least they can put 
dollars a month into their mom's pockets. That's something that you know what I'm saying somebody that goes goes and gets a degree cannot do. You know, so I think as a basketball player, if I had this type of outlet and I was on the major scale, the major stage, um, coming out of high school. I think, honestly, instead of getting a college education, I would have took this route because I feel like college basketball players, college athletes as a whole, they get exploited. You know what I'm saying? They go to these universities, they get a year of education for free. Um, and then in that year of education, they get millions of dollars poured into the into the universities. You know what I'm saying? I, I personally think that that's ridiculous, man. What is What are these universities doing in order to to make as much money as possible off of these players. Why can't these players make money off their own name? That is ridiculous to me, man. And the fact that LeVar Ball is trying to create this outlet in order for players to see the relevance and their worth, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that there's nothing wrong with that at all, man. You know, you can hate on LeVar Ball. I know he has a lot of haters. I know his his methods, you know what I'm saying? Seems like there's some madness hitting beside that. But I think his, his overall message and his overall intent is true and i think that he's looking out for uh the product um, of what we watch every single day which is the players as opposed to looking out for the owners and the universities to make all this money's off off uh these young kids and then you know the kids don't see no revenue about it you know what i'm saying i think that that's highly ridiculous um i've seen um a documentary uh about michigan's young fab five uh, you know we had Jalen rose um, you had Chris Webber, the whole nine, man, and they was young kids raking in millions of dollars for the University of Michigan, millions of dollars. They were going to um, the school store of, of the university and see the number of their jersey being sold for $75, $100, and they was eating McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? That transaction and that mentality is crazy, and I think LaVar's trying to break the mold um, in order to put some money back into these young kids' pockets, man, for the service that they are providing, which is entertainment. Why should you not get paid for that on any level that you're at, man? You have to respect that. I respect LeVar. I respect the mentality. I respect the lone wolf, you know what I'm saying, uh, approach that 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 he's taken to this and just, you know what I'm saying, taking upon himself to kind of change the course of history and not go around the same extra pattern. And I think the JBA is honestly the start. I respect LeVar. I respect everybody who's taken that first leap, all the players that went to the JBA this year. And hopefully there's more and more and more and more and more and more kids to come, man, for sure. Hopefully. Shout out to LeVar Ball, man. Shout out to the JBA. I'm a fan. Um, I also want to talk about a big topic, obviously, it's been prevalent over the last couple of years in the NBA, which is the NBA Super Teams. Um, now, I at least have about three or four conversations about two multiple different people every single week about this 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 concept. I hang around all hoopers. All my friends love basketball. Co-workers, the whole nine family, they love basketball. So we talk about this kind of stuff all the time. If you're asking me my opinion on the Super Teams, I personally think that the super teams are phenomenal for the NBA. The reason why I say that is, is, is for this sole reason. When you say that you don't like the NBA super teams, in my opinion, you're saying that it's okay to be average. Now, let me break that down. When I say it's okay to be average, basically, for example, let's, let's use the most famous uh, super team out there, which is obviously the Golden State Warriors. Steph, Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Four All-Stars, all in the same team. That's a super team. Correct. Okay. Now, when you look at a team like Memphis, Tyreek Evans, um, Mark Gasol, uh, Chandler Parsons, uh, 
Who else is on their team? <laughs> yeah, they're bad. So, so I can't remember. Mike Conley, the whole nine. You look at a team like that, right? Is it fair to say? Is it okay? I ask this. A player like like Kevin Durant, obviously two years ago he decided to go to Golden State, which previously to that year Golden State won 73 games and lost nine, broke their regular season record. Then they end up losing before they got Kevin Durant. Now the uh, Golden State Warriors are doing exactly what uh, people thought, and they're running the league. Now, is it Kevin Durant's fault that he's so talented that he wants to play with other good players, or is it somebody's fault like Chandler Parsons or? I hate to say it, but my man Stanley Johnson, for example, why can't those players get better and then and then their teams can be a super team? As opposed to getting mad at the finished product like a Stephen Curry, like a uh, Kevin Durant, like a LeBron James. Look at all these stupid, these these superstars who are fighting to get rings. Why can't the players like a Patty Mills, like a, a, a Bismack Biyombo, somebody like that, man, who is an average player in the league? Why can't you develop your skill set, get better, and then you'll be viewed as a superstar? And then the players around you can uh, develop their skills; they will get uh, viewed as superstars, and then that will be a super team. If you look at it, there'll be 30 super teams in the NBA, but people don't look at it like that. You look at the people who've already put in the work, who've already pounded the pavement, been in the gym hours and hours, like a player like Kevin Durant, who puts in the work individually, but he's just not seeing the team success because people are not on his level. So he goes and plays with players who are on his level. If, if, if you ask me, if you're looking at a player like that, man, that you feel like he's disrespecting the game because he wants to he wants to get the best product out there. He wants to play with the best product and he wants to realize his own talent and, and play with players who have put the same amount of hours in as he did. And you think that he's lame, then we just on two different, completely different spectrums, man, as far as the viewpoints in, in the NBA. I hate the fact that people look at a Kevin Durant, look at a LeBron James, look at a Stephen Curry, and you say, oh, you guys think that was super teams um, because you couldn't win by yourself. But what about the other 490 players in the NBA? What about them? Why can't they get better? Why are you getting mad at the players who aren't good? I'm sorry. Why are you getting mad at the at, at the players who are good instead of getting mad at the players who aren't? Tell those players to get in the gym. Then they will be able to compete with these so-called super teams. And then it won't look as bad, man. But the fact that you're blaming a player like Kevin Durant, like I said, LeBron James, for wanting to play with finished products because they're a finished product and they want to win, you know what I'm saying? Don't blame them. Blame the players who aren't good. Blame the players who can't compete with them. If they step their game up, then it wouldn't be so easy for LeBron James to go to a Golden State and win six rings. It wouldn't be that easy, man. Then there wouldn't be no such thing as super teams. It'll be a level playing field. So I respect players like, like Kevin Durant who want to go and play with the best product because he is the best product. You know what I'm saying? You want to surround yourself around players who are on your level. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. So if you hating on that, hate on the Stanley Johnson. Hate on the Patty Mills. Hate on the Bismack Biombo cats who, who are in the NBA just like Kevin Durant but aren't putting in the hours, aren't, aren't, aren't working on the right things. You know what I'm saying? You can't disrespect the Kevin Durant for wanting to to play with, with players that are on his caliber. Everybody has to get on his caliber. And if you can't, don't complain. Sit back and watch these 10 rings pile up, man. That's how I feel. At me if you got a problem. <laughs> All right, man. So I want to move on to the NBA comparison segment of the show. Uh, I wanted to bring up two players, past and present, who have the same relevance, the same identity in the NBA, in my opinion, and that's Dennis Rodman and Draymond Green. Um, obviously, Rodman played in the 90s, obviously, um, in the 80s and 90s, uh, started out with the Pistons, um, was defensive player of the year there, uh, and then I think, I believe he won one championship, 
or no, two championships. I'm sorry, with the with the uh, Detroit Pistons. Um, and then he was drafted to, or he was traded to the Bulls, obviously, and then he won three more in the '90s. So he's a five-time champion um, in that regard. Um, he was a three-time all. He, he was a two-time All-Star. I'm sorry. Um, he was two-time All-NBA, eight-time All-Defense. Um, he was actually a two-time Defensive Player of the Year. Averaged two assists, 13 rebounds, seven points. That's, that's a Dennis Rodman's resume in the whole. Um, and then you look at a player like Draymond Green. Uh, he averaged nine points, six rebounds, and four assists over his career. He's been in the league six years. Um, obviously, Dennis Rodman played 14 years, so his resume, is, you know, is already finished. Uh, Draymond Green was a defensive player of the year last year. Um, he's been a four-time all-defensive player, uh, two-time all-NBA player, three-time all-star, and three-time champion. Um, he is a part of that illustrious uh, so-called quote, 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 super team with the Golden State Warriors. Um, I wanted to I wanted to compare these two players for a number of reasons. Uh, I think the first one is kind of obvious and kind of permanent uh, is the fact that they, Jeremiah Green and Dennis Rodman are both known to be hard-nosed pit bull defenders. Uh, whenever you have a big, whenever you have a stretch three, stretch two, honestly, even a point guard, both of these players were able to guard um, – the one through five initially, you know what I'm saying? They're both kind of undersized to be power forwards, but they both were both both gritty, both from the hood, both had that mentality where it's like it's eat or be eaten. Um, they play with that nastiness that every coach wants to have on their team. Uh, stats are kind of even as well. Draymond obviously averages nine, so about two more points than, uh, than, than Dennis. Dennis definitely wasn't a scorer, uh, but Draymond only averages six, re- six rebounds. Dennis averaged 13. Um, Dennis is actually a four-time all all leader in uh, rebounds as well. And for him, like I said, to be undersized at the four, it's just definitely respectable, man. That's something that, you know what I'm saying, I can never do. <laughs> or a lot of players, that's, that's his size. Dude, he's about six seven. you know what I'm saying, playing the four, man, where you got cast like Charles Barkley, you know what I'm saying, Ewing down there, um, Akeem Elijah, you know what I'm saying, everybody within that era, man, it's definitely tough that he was averaging that many rebounds, 13 rebounds a game, that's tough. Uh, but they both kind of do it all. Uh, they're both not known for scoring, uh, but they both are known for, like I said, pit bull uh, defensive efforts, you know what I'm saying, rebounding. Um, they both able to pass the ball. Obviously, Draymond's probably a little more polished with that, and Draymond can handle the ball better. Uh, but if you just look at the overall accolades, uh, like I said, Dennis Rodman was a two-time uh, defensive player of the year. Draymond has uh, only been once, which is last year, but he's only been in the league six years. Um Dennis Rodman was an eight-time all-defender. Uh, Draymond's four, so he'll probably catch him or, or, or pass him in that regard. Uh, they're both two-time all-NBA players. Um, Draymond is a three-time all-star. Uh, Dennis Rodman was, was was only two, you know, in that regard. You know, it wasn't really big for cats who kind of just was, was, was pit bulls on, on the defensive end um, and grab rebounds to be all-stars. Draymond kind of uh, changed that, that regard in that facet. Um, Dennis Rodman does have five rings. Draymond has three. Draymond's probably going to catch him in that regard because he is part of that quote-unquote super team. Um, so, like I said, to compare the two is obvious. You know, their stats kind of speak for themselves. Now, the contrast is Draymond, I think, is a better overall offensive threat. Uh, he kind of shoot the ball a little better than, than uh, Dennis can. Uh, if I had to take one, uh, depending on my team, I'm going to be honest with you, man, because... I think as an overall player, Draymond may be better because he's more skilled offensively. Um, I think defensively, Dennis was better, even though I think Draymond is a little more lateral. Uh, I think Dennis was probably a little stronger, so uh, he could guard the five a little better, and it was way better fives back in the day as as opposed to now. 
Um, so if you're giving me a player that I want to take on my team, I'm looking at these stats, man. It's, it's tough. Um, I'm going to probably take Dennis. I'm going to be honest with you, man, because I think Draymond is better offensively, but it's not as good. And I think that the only reason that he's killing is 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 because of the team he's on. You know what I'm saying? I think that the reason why he can average four assists a game is because he plays with the two best shooters ever, and he plays with the best offensive player ever. You know what I'm saying? If if that wasn't the case, I definitely don't think the stats would look how they are. Um, I respect him because he is a 6'6 power forward, making his way in the league, three-time champion, four-time all-defense. All, all so I respect him in that regard. But if you're talking about just the best player, I'm definitely taking Dennis, man. Like I said, I think Dennis's mentality was better. I think that he could definitely get under your skin. I think Dennis was that cat that did everything but score. Um, and I just think Dennis had that that a little more hard-nosed pit bull crazy attitude, man. A player that I, that I want to go to war with and I don't want to see on the other end. So, you know what I'm saying? I think I respect both of these players in uh, their regard. I think they're both Hall of Famers, but if you're asking me who I want, I'm definitely taking Dennis, man. That it is what it is. I think the hair alone scares him, Dennis. <laughs> All right, man. I want to leave you all, obviously, with the music topic of the podcast. I've uh, been bobbing to this, man, for about three weeks heavy. Uh, it's a rapper named Nick Grant. Um, I spoke with him. Uh, I spoke about him on a, a previous podcast about his last project. Um, he came out with something fierce again, man. Dreaming out loud. Um, this is that's 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 the newest mixtape he came out with. Um, it's, it's 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 crazy, man. From Nicki Boombaye uh, with DJ Khaled as a feature, which is big for Nick Grant, man. Coming out, um, his songs like Save the Children, All in Stride father figure 96 bulls it's just full of hard nose smooth classic straight bars man it's something that the game is missing in my opinion when you got cast like low pump low zan uh low uzi stuff like that man it's the stuff that's out right now uh takashi 69 all that dumb stuff that's out man that i don't that i don't vibe with and i'm not a fan of uh, Nick Grant is definitely out here, man. Nick Grant is definitely a lyricist from, from South Carolina that can just give you straight bars, man. You know what I'm saying? In a smooth, vibey feel. Like, I mean, this is something that I'm definitely a fan of. He's definitely my, my favorite rapper out right now. Um, I like, you know what I'm saying? I like Kendrick. I like J. Cole. I like Drake, man. But right now, the cat that really has my ear as far as bars, overall songs, the samples he used, uh, the different type of features he have, Nick Grant is definitely a fan. I'm definitely a fan of Nick Grant, man. So go, you know what I'm saying? Download that uh, Dreaming Out Loud, Nick Grant. He's definitely out here, man. He's definitely taking the game by storm, man. If he's not in your top five, you don't have a top five, I'm telling you, because he's out here, man. Shout out to Nick Grant, for real. All right, man, I just want to shout out my boy, Tony. Uh, what's good, Tony? I appreciate you, my boy, Flash. Uh, I got a fire new graphic that I, I put on my that, that I put on my profile. My boy, Tony, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Say, hey, man, I got something for you. I respect the movement, respect the podcast. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to definitely bless you with this. So, you know what I'm saying? Any the uh, new graphic you see in my profile is courtesy of my boy, Tony. What's good, Flash? I appreciate you, dog, for real. Um, it meant a lot for you. Uh, it meant a lot for me. Uh, if you didn't even think about me, you know what I'm saying, in that in that regard. So I appreciate you, dog. Um, I know Tony from back in the day, but uh, I know him obviously right now, man, because him and a couple other good friends that I have, man, they actually control of this league called the WCBL. Um, the WCBL is a uh, West uh, Campus Basketball League that I'm a part of. Uh, Tony, like I said, spearheading along with homies like Devin, uh, my boy John Piles, uh, my boy Ray. Shout out to NWO. You know what it is. We, we, we are taking it this year. Uh, but 
the uh, WCBL as a whole, man, is a smooth, nice little field, man, a nice basketball league, man. There's hella talent in it this year, man. I played in it a couple years, you know what I'm saying? But this year is something special. Uh, they definitely have, you know what I'm saying? It's just, just, it just, it's, it just became more prevalent. It became more gritty, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, the talent is astronomical, man. I play in leagues all over Columbus, man, and this is definitely a league that is at the top of the list. So shout out to the whole WCBL movement. Shout out to our owners, everybody that's involved in it, man. It's definitely a big move. And like I said, shout out to my boy Tony, aka Flash, for the graphic in my new profile. Truly appreciate you, dog. It means a lot, man. For real, big ups. Um, I, um, I just want to shout out, you know what I'm saying, um, the Google Play Store. My podcast is now available for, for the Google Play Store as well. So all you Android users, you know what I'm saying, go ahead and download it, man, please. It's on the Anchor app. Open mind the podcast. You'll see my beautiful mug as the profile. I'm telling you, man, go download it, man. I appreciate the Anchor app, man, for putting my, my, my uh, podcast on multiple platforms. It means the world to me. I'm truly appreciative. Um, so I appreciate you guys. And like I said, man, download the Anchor app in your Google Play Store and any Android uh, device that you got, man, and download it, man, and get this great content. I'm out here. Um, as always, man, I want to leave you guys with uh, with the prayer. Uh, Lord, really, Father, I thank you, Lord, for this platform, uh, for this opportunity, Lord, just to hear my voice heard. Um, and I just appreciate you, Lord, for just letting your love and your presence and you will continue to be um, felt in all my listeners and in this movement. Um, I love you, God, and I thank you, God, and help me, Lord, to just get better as a servant for you to use. In your name, Jesus Christ, we pray. All right, y'all, man, I appreciate the time. Uh, my time is up. Like I said, Open Minded Podcast, episode 17, man, we're here, we live. Uh, hopefully, I'll be back next week, but like I said, I'm not putting nothing out if, it, if it's not legit, uh, but I'm going to definitely do a little more research and, and, and try to get back on this one-week um, podcast, you know what I'm saying? I want to just keep keep uh, holding up my content, but appreciate you guys' patience once again. Uh, man, you know what it is, man. And above all, stay open-minded. Love is love.